And now, a faux fiction audio production published by Not A Pipe Publishing. Super Guy by Kurt Klopton. Super Guy, the generic alternative. Less superhero hype, same superhero quality. Chapter 1 Consciousness came to him somewhat slowly, as if on a leisurely stroll in the park. Awareness followed at a bit quicker pace. Call it a brisk walk, like those women with the hand weights who passed him while on his leisurely stroll in said park. This awareness was accompanied by a fluttery feeling in the pit of his stomach, as if something was wrong. He just didn't know what. And then came panic. No leisurely stroll or speed walking there. This was the shock of every nerve in his body ramping up to 11 in an instant. So in the speed of comparison of states of mind, panic hauled ass. Super guy twisted his body and kicked his legs frantically, his eyes alternating between the heavy chains binding his wrists above his head and the boiling vat of dark liquid placed rather inconveniently, he thought, 20 yards below him. The wild kicking and flailing caused Super Guy to begin swaying back and forth while also starting to rotate in a circle, but otherwise, the larger state of panic wasn't doing much of anything very useful. Besides, due to the benefits of being a chemically enhanced superhero, the panic Super Guy felt quickly subsided, and he began to more calmly assess his situation. Unfortunately, after a quick reappraisal, Super Guy realized the panic hadn't exactly hindered him in his first assessment. Now, he just had a bit more detail. There were definitely chains around his wrists which suspended him above a large vat containing some kind of unknown liquid. That liquid, a dark greenish-brown in color with an unaccompanying odor somewhere between Rancid and Rancid's morning breath, was either bubbling or boiling. It was hard to tell exactly which, but it was probably bad either way. So, to sum up, he was chained above a vat, filled with liquid that one probably shouldn't touch, let alone soak in like a hot tub. Not really any more complicated than that. For a split second, Superguy allowed himself to be impressed by his ability to accurately assess a situation even while panicked. But he knew that assessment was only the very basic picture, and there was more to his predicament. He could usually break chains easily, but these particular ones resisted his efforts. They were either superhero-quality metal, simply called that because the names of the various super-strong metals were almost always harder to pronounce than aluminum, or Super Guy's super-strength had somehow been sapped. He realized quickly that both were true. A close examination of the chains made him certain they were indeed superhero quality, and therefore nearly unbreakable even for the strongest of heroes. But he also felt an unusual weakness in his body, perhaps an after-effect of all the punishment he had endured as he was captured. Any other time, Superguy could have used his strength to flip himself up to the rafters, up and out of danger, but right then, all he could manage was some more weak kicking and flailing. Oh my god, would you hurry up? Obviously, your superpowers don't extend into your brain at all. Twisting his head around, Superguy tried to see who was talking, but with his arms held above him, his mask was knocked slightly out of place and restricted his field of vision too much for him to get a good look. 
He made a mental note of that uniform flaw in case this ever happened again. Couldn't be bothered with super deduction, could you? Or supra deduction? Or even just a little above average deduction? Just the good old run around and smash thing, superpowers, right? Don't think about it, just punch it. Typical. No longer turning in a circle from his initial panic, Superguy kicked at the air again and twisted his body until he started to spin. It was the most he could accomplish in his weakened state. His tormentor slowly came into view. Gray matter! said Superguy, a bit louder than he meant, but it seemed obligatory on his part even though he wasn't surprised. Superguy's slow turn came to a stop and began to reverse its direction, taking the evil villain out of his view once again. The criminal mastermind, dressed in his customary three-piece suit of all gray and set off by his slicked-back bright white hair, was standing on a metal platform attached to a wall about ten yards away from where Superguy hung suspended above the vat. There was a door in the wall behind Gray Matter and metal stairs leading down from the platform to the factory floor below. And a factory it was, Superguy realized as he scanned the expanse around him. Machines of various sizes and shapes filled the floor of the cavernous room, but since it was the middle of the night, they all sat dormant, waiting for the work to start again in the morning. Thick metal rafters, from one of which Superguy hung, ran the length of the ceiling, with some crisscrossing catwalks hanging here and there just below them, although none close enough for the chained hero to reach. He did notice there was only the one bubbling vat of questionable liquid in the room, probably ruling out that it had just been bad luck on his part he happened to be above it. <clears throat> Excuse me? Superguy kicked a few times, so he twisted back around. What? Not to rush you or anything, but you really should be asking me questions. Just all right now. You know, maybe try to figure me out, get to the bottom of my plan, even throw in a you'll never get away with it sort of thing. Generally just to buy time. Why? Why? Well, to buy time, like I said, kind of a standard procedure at this point, really. So you have time to formulate a plan of escape, or be rescued by a fellow hero or a sidekick, both of which are impossible, of course, or at the very least improbable, but I like to encourage the effort. No, I don't mean why, why, I mean what's the point? What's the point? Yes, what's the point? I can't break the chains, and eventually you're just gonna drop me into the soup down there, which I'm betting isn't good, so why bother talking to you in my last few moments? I'd rather spend my time thinking about distinctly unsuperheroish topics. Like women. Specifically bikini clad models. Oh, and maybe donuts. Oh, maybe I'll pretend there's a bunch down there. Uh, the bikini models, not the donuts. They're waiting for me in the pool, or hot tub, as the case may be. Oh, that does raise a question. Is that bubbling or boiling? Just a technical detail, but it really makes a difference as to whether I go with the models or switch to the donuts. What? What are you talking? Stop it! No! I put that vat in specifically for this purpose. A custom-made superhero-quality vat with a superhero-quality acid and a few spoiled super-serums tossed in for kicks. This is a cereal factory. No need for vats of acid in here at all. Not to mention it's an extremely safe, modern workplace with nothing at all you can fall into or get crushed by. Bit of a pain in the ass, to tell you the truth. Why couldn't I buy a knife factory or a foundry? 
anything with, with sharp bits or, or molten metal or something that crushes stuff, but no, I went with cereal. The only dangerous thing in here before was the high sugar content. So, I had to go through some trouble to get this equipment in place, and it's sure as hell not a hot tub. Grey Matter looked down at the metal grating under his feet and composed himself before looking back up, only to find he was staring at the back of Superguy's head. Again. Oh, screw it. He waved dismissively at Superguy and walked over to a device he had sitting on top of a pedestal on the platform. Okay. This is a laser that will slowly cut through the chain, suspending you above the vat, after which you will plunge into the liquid below. Grey Matter continued in a monotone voice, showing he was clearly no longer enjoying himself. Considering the mix of acid and super serum overdose will do things to you that I can only imagine, but wouldn't want to witness personally. It may turn you into something totally twisted and demonic, something I could proudly call a friend, but at the very least... It will provide you with a death that will no doubt be incredibly painful and not terribly fast. Not that it matters, but I chose to use three chains to add a little suspense. Oh, and the liquid is neither bubbling nor boiling. The bubbles aren't real, at least not produced by any kind of chemical reaction. I had some air pumped in for effect. Not that you'd appreciate it. I just want you to know that I did make quite a bit of effort for you. Obviously, you couldn't be counted on to return the favor. Just some simple professionalism would be nice. I hope they fill your position with someone of much better quality. Superguy kicked his way back around to make certain the supervillain had really left. He saw the laser and looked up to verify it was doing its job, which it seemed to be with ruthless efficiency, steadily slicing through the thick link in the first chain. Slowly twisting back around, Superguy groaned in annoyance at his predicament. He wondered how he had let himself get stuck in this particularly odd mess. A cereal factory of all places. A cereal factory of evil, sure, but still... A cereal factory. How did he end up here? Oh, no, no, I didn't just think that. I gotta find a way out of this. I don't, I don't have time to think about that. Superguy yelled and shook his whole body, but it was too late. The memories of those first days were beginning to play inside his head, and there was nothing he could do to stop them. Well, crap. You have been listening to Super Guy by Kurt Klopton, a faux fiction audio production published by Not A Pipe Publishing. Look for the sequel to Super Guy coming this September. This recording, characters, and the situations within are the property of their author and creator and protected by copyright. If you wish to listen to more episodes in advance, search patreon.com, then faux fiction audio, and sign up to be a monthly patron. Or stay tuned until the next week for your free episode. We will see you then.